Happy Mother's Day. Today is the third most popular uh, holiday in the United States behind Christmas and Easter. Today, about 125 million phone calls will be made, and I suspect that in COVID-19, that number will go up. Today, 25% of all cut flowers are purchased for Mother's Day. 65% of all greeting cards are sold for Mother's Day. 80% of those are bought by women. And this was interesting. In the former Yugoslavia, moms were tied up until they paid a ransom of candy and treats on Mother's Day. Now, Yugoslavia is now part of Bosnia, Croatia, Kosovo, Montenegro, North Macedonia, Serbia, and Slovenia. So maybe that's the reason it broke up. Well, last year, God inspired a Mother's Day thank you that I want to share again with you this year. We've included this thank you in our family worship guide. And I want to challenge you, print that out. And, and give it to all the kids, all the kids in the room, young and old, and circle all the ones that apply to your mom. I think that'd be a great exercise for all of us, even if our mothers are deceased. So, to all you moms watching today, mom, thank you for being nurse, doctor, psychologist, psychiatrist, nutritionist, teacher, cook, coach, and maid, consultant, confidant, life bearer, tear catcher, Bible teacher, cheerleader, taxi driver, theologian, prayer warrior, heart prober, disciple maker, relationship coach, tutor, travel agent, fashion consultant, seamstress, clothes washer, dryer, folder, and hanger, dishwasher, floor duster, carpet cleaner, furniture duster, maid, butler, belt hop, concierge, home decorator, picture hanger, scrapbook maker, gardener, financial manager, event organizer, trouble shooter, home decorator, calendar coordinator, supervisor, boss, trainer, purchase agent, supply procurer, coupon clipper, fixer of broken things, friend finder, sock finder, and finder of all lost items, baby whisperer, adolescent whisperer, teen whisperer, young adult whisperer, and generational bridge builder, referee, police, judge, prosecutor, defender, protector, advocate, spirit lifter, spirit healer, spirit prodder, guidance counselor, career consultant, homeroom mom, sport team mom, fan, cup bearer, tissue bearer, burden bearer, dream supporter, and though this list is in no way intended to be exhaustive, last but not least, giver of magical hugs and kisses. Now, if your mom is in the room, put me on pause right now, get up from wherever you are, and go give her a hug. I'll wait. Let me say this, mom, you rock. And one of the ways you rock is found in Proverbs 31, 16. It says, she considers a field and buys it. Proverbs 31 is a great ending to a great book. The words are attributed to an unknown king, King Lemuel, taught to him by his mothers. Scholars aren't sure who this king is, but we know this. He had an incredibly smart mother. The first nine verses encourage her son to be careful of wild women and strong drink and to stand up for the poor and needy. And then she goes on to describe to her son a virtuous woman, a woman that he would be good to marry. Now, 
those are verses 10 through 31. We could spend all of our time this morning delineating all the fine characteristics of that virtuous woman. And I would suggest that you study them. Whether you're a guy looking for a wife, a gal wanting to be a godly woman, or a parent wanting to teach your child about the qualities of a virtuous woman. But, but today, this Mother's Day, I want to hang out on that one verse, Proverbs 31, 16, which reads, She considers a field and buys it. Let me suggest to you today that there are three fields, moms, that you should consider. Fields of gold, a field of dreams, and fields of faith. The fields of gold I have in mind are essential fields. Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner, also known as Sting, wrote a beautiful song entitled Fields of Gold. It's a love song, and it's about walking in the harvest-ready golden fields of barley uh, with his lover. Now, another song about golden fields is our beloved America the Beautiful. Amber waves of grain refer to the harvest-ready golden fields of wheat waving in the prairie winds. Now, grain is a major component of our diet. Oats, wheat, barley, corn, rye. Rice are some of our common cereal and bread grains. And there, then there are the legume grains like lima, kidney, navy, pinto beans, and black eye, snow, and chickpeas, among others. A, a Proverbs 31 woman recognizes that her family needs food and searches for food, which is essential for life for her family. Now, I know that Many of you think that breakfast, lunch, and dinner magically appear on a table after mom opens the refrigerator, oven, or microwave doors. Or perhaps your meal magically appears after mom opens a paper bag from the drive-thru. But the truth is this. Your mom has considered a field. The field may be a vegetable and herb garden, or it could be the aisles of a grocery store. Either way, your mom has to handle a budget, find the time, think through a menu, and get it from the garden field or the grocery aisle to your table. Now, Proverbs 31, 14 and 15 read, She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. Food for the table, clothes for the closet, sheets for our beds, Soap for the shower, band-aids for our boo-boos, meds for the sniffles. The fields our moms consider are many, all for the essential things of life. I want to ask some questions this morning to those listening, to the kids and to the students. Where does your mom buy food? And during COVID-19, has your mom had to go to many different stores to find the things that your family likes to eat? Do you thank your mom for going to the grocery, cooking your food, cleaning up the kitchen? Do you help your mom shop and cook and clean up? And to the moms watching today, how are you involving your children in these essential things of sustaining life so that they will know how to do it as an adult? The woman of Proverbs 31 provides a great role model for her kids as she considers a field, fields of gold, essential fields. So let us thank God today for the essential fields of gold our moms consider. Now the second field a mother considers I'll refer to as a field of dreams. These are aspirational fields. 
You may remember the movie Field of Dreams. It's about baseball. A man has a dream that if he builds a field, players will come to play and fans will gather to watch. Dreams motivate us to action. And he built the field and they came. A runner dreams of crossing the finish line. A baseball player dreams of crossing home plate. A musician dreams of playing for an audience. A scientist dreams of making a new discovery. A single person dreams of a spouse. A young couple dreams of a child. Moms want their children to have dreams. Dreams of what God wants them to do with their life. Teacher, doctor, business person, and the list goes on and on. Dreams that match a child's God-given gifts and talents and calling. And as I was thinking of a, a mom considering a field, I thought about a mother who saw her children kicking a ball in the living room inches from destroying her favorite lamp. But rather than yell, she grabs her keys, jumps into the car with her children in tow. She drives by Sports Academy. She considers that field. She takes some money from her budget, and she comes home with a soccer ball, shin guards, cleats, a practice net, a jersey, and a brochure about sign-ups for a youth soccer league. You know, the lamp is still in one piece. The kids are now getting exercise, and the coach is teaching them teamwork, all because Mama considered a field. Another mom was about to scream, Stop it! Her kids were pounding on a hollow metal trash can with sticks from the yard. The noise was deafening, and after weeks of being sequestered and quarantined, she wasn't sure she would survive. But then she considered a field. She asked her husband to watch the kids for a few hours, and she returned with a drum set, a pair of sticks, a beginner's book for drummers, and a phone number from the music store clerk to the best drum instructor around. The trash can is spared. The kids are learning rhythm and some math. Earplugs are on back order, but all is better because mom considered a field. You know, some other fields moms have considered through the years are a toolkit, a sewing kit, a baking kit, a science kit, a gardening kit, a dance kit, and the list goes on and on. When moms consider a field and a child dreams, their dreams grow, horizons expand, and their future brightens. Thank you, Mom, for considering a field of dreams to awaken a child's aspiration. Listen to verses 26 through 28. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Moms, Thank you for watching over your family and considering fields to purchase so that they can thrive through quarantine. This is for the kids watching today. What special talents do you have? What do you want to do when you grow up? What do you think God wants you to do when you grow up? And, and this is a question for the moms. What special gifts and talents have you noticed in your child? What might God be doing in your family and through you right now, preparing your child to dream those dreams and grow into them as an adult? And how can you help them dream today? Well, finally, I want us to talk about fields of faith. You know, fields of gold are essential 
and they're practical. Field of dreams make life exciting and fun, but there is one more field a believing mom must consider, and that's the field of faith. Fields of gold allow a child to survive. Field of dreams allow a child to thrive, but it's the fields of faith which prepare a child for all of eternity. So moms and dads, for that matter, the first question I have for you is this. Do you know the gospel? And are you a believer? If you want to provide a field of faith for your child, you need to be considering that faith for your own life as well. And the second question follows. Are you considering a field of faith for your child? Now, I imagine that you've probably considered a room for your child before they were born and you bought a crib and baby supplies and diapers and all the toys they would need. You probably considered an education for your child and bought school supplies and books and school clothes. You paid fees and you provided transportation. You may have considered merry life for your child and encouraged them to date and talk to them about a virtuous woman uh, or, or an honorable man of faith, paid for a wedding and, and threw a housewarming party to help them get started on their own. But did you consider the field of faith? Does your child know the gospel? Does your child know your testimony of what life was like before you met Jesus and what life is like now that you know Jesus? Have you had eternal conversations with your children? Do they know the simple gospel? Well, here's the gospel. Number one, God made you and wants to have a relationship with you. The Bible says that God is at work in all of our lives. In Acts chapter 17, verse 27, we read this. God wanted people to look for him. And perhaps in searching all around for him, they would find him. But he is not far from any of us. God made you and he wants a relationship with you. Number two, your sin separates you from God. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 2 reads... But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. You know, when you sin against a friend, maybe a best friend, have you noticed that feeling of separation you have between the two of you? The same happens when we sin against God. We feel that separation. Well, number three, Jesus took the punishment that your sin deserves. Isaiah 53 verse 5 reads, But he was being punished for what we did. He was crushed because of our guilt. He took the punishment we deserved, and this brought us peace. We were healed because of his pain. Yes, Jesus took the punishment for your sins. And number four, if you repent from sin, and trust in him for your salvation, you will be forgiven. But not just forgiven, you'll be justified and accepted freely by his grace. God's spirit will guide you until you die and join him in heaven. Romans chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 read, It is a great blessing when people are forgiven for the wrongs that they have done, when their sins are erased. It is a great blessing when the Lord accepts people 
as if they are without sin. That's the simple gospel. God made you, and he wants to relate to you. Your sin separates you from God, but Jesus took the punishment of your sin on himself. And if you repent from your sin and trust God with all of your life, God will forgive you. You know, if you need help sharing that gospel with your child, we'd be glad to help. The ministerial staff would be honored to do that. Just give the church office a call. You know, below the screen, you'll find a uh, connect card uh, button. Just click on that. Fill that card out. Let us know the kind of help that you need. We'll give you a call and connect with you very soon. If you want to talk to us about your own faith, would you do the same thing? Please get in touch with the church office. We want to help you navigate those next steps. Will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for mothers. Mothers who considered a field and bought it. The fields of gold, those practical, essential fields that we need just to sustain life. Father, for all the work they do day in, day out, 24-7, 365. God, thank you for giving us mothers who consider a field. Father, we thank you for mothers who considered the field of dreams, who looked at us and saw our gifts and our talents and perhaps even recognized your calling on our life and exposed us to, to things to help us dream and help us grow and help us become the men and women that you created us to be. Father, we thank you for moms who considered the field of dreams. And Father, we thank you the most for mothers who considered the fields of faith and they understood the gospel of Jesus Christ they understood that their child was a sinner separated from God and shared with us the good news of Jesus Christ father we thank you for mothers who considered those fields and loved us enough loved us enough to share those fields with us and Father, we also thank you that you loved us enough to send your son to die for us, your children, on the cross that we might find forgiveness and everlasting life. And heaven created just for us with you. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Every week here at First Baptist Church, we talk about next steps. And again, I encourage you to take those next steps today, whether it's trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, become a member of First Baptist Church, or getting involved in missions, even though you're perhaps quarantined right now and sheltering in place. God has a plan, even in this season of your life, and we want to help you navigate those next steps. Once again, I thank you for allowing me to come into your home and share this good news with you today. And before you as a family disperse and go about your, your business the rest of the day, let me encourage you, uh, moms and dads, to click on that family worship guide. Talk about some of these questions that I asked during the sermon. Uh, ask each other uh, how the sermon has impacted their life what their next steps may be use this time to grow together as a family and to grow closer to jesus have a great week